My friends, the fourth Sunday of Easter is known as Good Shepherd Sunday because in each of the three um, year cycle, each Sunday of this three year cycle, A, B, and C, on the fourth Sunday of Easter, we hear about how Jesus is the Good Shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And what a consoling fact this should be for us. The Lord is my shepherd. Like, that's it. That's what we're saying in the psalm. And our Lord himself is the good shepherd. It's after this in verse 11 of chapter 10 of John's gospel. He says, I am the good shepherd, right? I am the good shepherd. Jesus Christ is our good shepherd. Uh, He leads us and he guides us um, with tremendous love that our Lord cares for us. And as he says, a shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. We believe that the Lord calls us by name. That he didn't just call a group of people randomly. That he knows us by name. Uh, I'm watching right now the, the series, The Chosen, which is a very good dramatization of the life of our Lord. It's new. It's free to watch. Um, and it's incredible, the, the actor who plays our Lord, just the moments when he calls people, it's like, you, like Matthew. I just watched the episode where he calls Matthew. Like, Matthew, follow me. Like, it's just so beautiful calling him by name out of the midst of the crowd and just follow me. Our Lord knows us. He knows us by name. And he calls us by name to follow him. He's our good shepherd. Now, again, using the whole good shepherd discourse, which goes longer than just the passage we read today, a good shepherd, Jesus compares the good shepherd to, to the hired man, to the one who is getting paid to take care of the sheep. And the hired worker just doesn't, doesn't care, cares more about himself and about his paycheck than he does about the sheep. I think it's a good point for our prayer. And when we have these verses next year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, this will probably be a, it's a foreshadowing of the homily I'll give then too. Um, our Lord doesn't get paid for this, right? I think a lot of times we see um, our Lord and his role as savior of all of humanity um, and as God, we can kind of view it as like his job, right? Like that's Jesus' job. It's his job to, um, to lead, to save us. And so he's just doing his job, right? Like Jesus doesn't get paid for this. Um, he acts out of love for us uh, because of the love that's overflowing in his sacred heart, right? By his wounds, we have been healed. We heard from the first letter of St. Peter in the second reading. Um, he, he was wounded, out of love for us. Not because it's his job, not because he has to, but because he loves us. He shepherds us not out of being forced, as it would be some deranged theology that the Father forces the Son to um, shepherd us. Like, no, that's not it. He's the good shepherd. He knows us, he loves us, and he wants to lead us to happiness, to life. And he is not only the shepherd, but he's also the gate. He is the path to happiness, right? This is the thing about our Lord. He's not just the one leading us, but where does our Lord lead us? To himself. He's the gate. He's the path to all happiness. And so this is, you know, if I, I share in the shepherding role of Christ as a pastor, the word pastor means shepherd. But like if I led people to me, Like, we've had a lot of trouble in the church with cult of personality. Who should you believe in? Believe in Father Casey. Terrible idea. Like, that's that'd be the worst. I'm not the gate. 
I'm a shepherd on behalf of our Lord Jesus Christ, but I'm supposed to point the way. Who is the true gate? Who is the one who's the path by which people find happiness? Our Lord. He's the path by which we find happiness. He himself, it's in loving him for all of eternity as God. It's in him that we find true happiness. He is the happiness itself. And he's the one who leads us to the happiness. The good shepherd leads, our Lord leads people to himself. It's, you know, if Jesus isn't God, he is a totally psychotic individual in the Gospels who is just trying to lead everyone, a cult figure. Lead, come to me, right? Who could say that? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Like, no, um, don't come to me. But our Lord says that. Come to me. He's the one who can do it. He's the gate. He's the shepherd. He is the happiness itself. And the thieves and the robbers who don't go through the gate, all of those uh, suggested paths to true happiness that don't ultimately fill us. We can't be filled by wealth, power, pleasure, um, by honor. These things, when they're taken out of context, are thieves. They're robbers. How many of our Lord's sheep get stolen by these robbers that jump over the wall rather than passing through the gate. They take our people away. How many of our Lord... I watched a video this, um, this past week. It's actually on our parish's Facebook page about the unaffiliated who have fallen away. They, they're, they're, not, they're not following the shepherd anymore. They've been stolen by the allure of wealth, power, pleasure or honor. They just don't care. And it's, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. The sheep need the good shepherd. The sheep need the one who cares for them, who lays down his life for them. And maybe we see in these days of isolation at home just how fleeting all of this stuff is, right? All the money we've got, what are you going to spend it on? You can't go out to the store, right? Uh, essential services only, all the, the honor, right? Everyone, even the most honored, they're, we're all seeing them over the internet. I love seeing A-list celebrities on Zoom, right? Just like the rest of us. It's a great equalizer there. All of the, um, the pleasure that we get from just sitting and watching Netflix, like Netflix got old really fast. Um, all on demand, it's not the same. We just see that it's not, um, the, and then power. A little tiny virus is destroying our society. What power could we possibly claim to have? But our Lord is the shepherd. He's the one who leads us and guides us. He's caring for us throughout this entire thing. And all those who have gone away with the robbers need to come back to the good shepherd. The sheep hear the voice of the shepherd and they follow him because they recognize his voice. When our Lord calls out to his people, follow me. We know this is our shepherd. This is the one who loves us. And our Lord still calls out, even to the unaffiliated, he calls out. They're willing to hear him. Follow me. Follow me. And he offers us true happiness. I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. That that's what our Lord came to give us, life. 
and that we have it more abundantly. And it's true joy in this world and then in the world to come, in the life to come. Right? Because all of those things, wealth, pleasure, power, and honor, when they are subjugated to the Good Shepherd, it's okay. It's okay to have money. It's okay to enjoy ourselves. It's okay to have just honors. And those who exercise power need to do it under the power of Almighty God. These things, when they enter through the gate, through our Lord, it's okay. We don't reject them as bad in themselves, but when we see them as the shepherd and not subjugated to him, that becomes our problem. We as the sheep in this time, following our good shepherd, need what we prayed for in our collect, the opening prayer of the Mass. We need humility, that we have the humility to follow the shepherd, that we hear his voice. I think sometimes in our world and even in the church, there's too many shepherds and not enough sheep, right? Like, I follow our Lord. When he's on the scene, like, my pastoring is, no, no, the real shepherd is here, the true shepherd. I just share in his role, right? Um, Same our, our bishops. Archbishop Blair is a shepherd who follows Christ. He knows the Good Shepherd. He shepherds us in union with the Good Shepherd. Uh, But he understands the primacy of discipleship. We're so blessed in our diocese to have a shepherd who is first a sheep, a disciple of our Lord. And what a blessing it is, and we should pray for our Archbishop often, regularly, and above all, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, the chief chief shepherd in the church, um, is first a disciple. That even the Pope, The Pope can't claim and argue with Jesus that, like, these are my people. Like, no, they're our Lord's people. And we should pray often for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, who as well demonstrates that he is first a disciple. He only shares in Christ's governance and Christ's shepherding of the people. And so we need shepherds who are first sheep. And each of us need to have that humility to follow the shepherd. Maybe our Lord's leading me somewhere I don't want to go or that I'm afraid. We don't need to be afraid when the shepherd is near. We don't need to be afraid when our, when our Lord is here. We just need to first follow him. As a pastor, as a shepherd myself, these last eight weeks or seven weeks, whatever it's been, have been incredibly difficult. What is our Lord doing? How can we follow? You know, let's just kind of get back to work. How is our Lord leading us? And do we have confidence that he is leading us? And so it could be very difficult, but in this time, I myself have been called to be first a disciple. Follow our Lord. We got to obey those who have been given authority over us. And so we follow their directives. We need their directives. We need to first be sheep before we can have any role in shepherding. A final point Good Shepherd Sunday is also the World Day Prayer for Vocations. And so we need to pray. In particular, we need more um, young men to step up to share in the shepherding role of Christ. We need more who are going to be willing, who are first disciples, and then are willing to take the path of shepherding. Uh, A very good priest in our diocese said a number of years ago, priestly vocations are the fruit of faith. And so if we want more shepherds, we need to first cultivate the tree of faith. And so we need to each grow our faith in following the good shepherd. We can each today strengthen how we follow our Lord so that if he were to reach out to someone 
and say in a more, uh, in a different way, follow me, share in this shepherding role, take care of my sheep, share in my governance, that those young men who our Lord calls to the holy priesthood can answer courageously because they know the voice of the shepherd. We need to pray for many more priests, many more shepherds for our church, but good shepherds who are first sheep, first disciples. We should ask Our Lady uh, to pray for us. And she knew the voice of the Lord. She knew the voice of her son, and she can teach us how with docility to pray that fiat again and again. Our Lady, uh, in this month of May, just last fr- this past Friday, two days ago, the whole country was re-consecrated to her, uh, consecrated to our mother, the mother of the church. And here that night in our parish, we, I as shepherd, re-consecrated our parish to our mother. And so we're under her care in all of this, and she cares for us with the mother's love. And so we ask our mother to help us learn to follow the voice of the good shepherd. He knows us, and he loves us. The good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep, who came that we might have life and have it more abundantly.